Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. All right, you are all very, very welcome. If you have just joined us online, you are all very welcome. You are right on time for this segment of Business Garage. My name is Florence, and I'm very honored to be here. I'm Florence from Momentum Leadership Group, and I've been joined by a wonderful gentleman here whose story you're about to hear, and you're going to be extremely blown away, but also very, very inspired. This month of February here at Business Garage, we are focusing on small-scale industries. Yes. There is so much we can do. We too can participate in manufacturing products here in, in Uganda that are quality and can, are usable. So we want to explore all of the opportunities and the possibilities we have so that we can close the gaps we have in our economy. And today we have yet another story from BIE Creatives. Creations. BIE Creations. We have another story from BIE Creations that you don't want to miss, so share the link. As usual, you can go ahead and post whatever questions you might have in the chat so that our guests can answer them, whatever questions it is. Don't be shy. It could be about numbers, it could be about uh, the actual work he does. We are very eager to answer all those questions here at Business Garage. Mr. Andrew Mukove, you are very welcome. Thank you. How are you today? I'm good, and my right leg is shaking, literally. Is where is it shaking? I can't see. <laughs> you are very welcome. So here at Business Garage, you always have an opportunity now that you have the lights and all of these people mm. to meet up. Wow. I'm, uh, I'm really very glad to be here. Uh, thank you for this opportunity. And like I said, literally, my right leg is shaking, but I'll catch up. And uh, yeah, so my name is Andrew Mokuve. Mm. I am the CEO of uh, VI Creations. VI mm. Luganda for banana fibers, so we make banana fiber products. Uh, these are durable, unique, beautiful, functional replacements for plastics in homes, in office. I mean, anywhere you see plastic, we come in with banana fiber products that are wow. beautiful. Wow. Yeah. And today, the <clears throat> products are right here. I hope the cameras can be able to see some of the things that BI has been able to do, but we're going to get into the story okay. a little bit later. But I just want to send shout-outs to Sweetly Defined. Come on, our sponsor today hey. of our coffee and tea is Sweetly Defined. Thank you so much for delivering this Sweetly Defined. So today is power-packed, okay? Mm -hmm. And I first of all want to thank the Business Garage team. Can we appreciate the Business Garage team? That goes the extra mile mm. to find all these stories and bring them to us here so easily and so freely so we can get so much wisdom. And so uh, even as we speak to all these people, we always tell them, share whatever information you have because there's people out there who are watching and somebody might just pick something that would completely change their lives. And that's what we're here to do at Business Garage. So, Mr. Andrew. Yes. Did you start out with BI from get-go? Did you go to BI school? Is there a school that teaches? First of all, BI, mm -hmm. growing up BI, we used BI to make dolls. Yeah, some, some and dolls. And the dolls, we don't have them to date. <laughs> I wonder how you're able to do this. Before we get into that, yeah. did you go to BIE school? Is BIE uh, a thing you've always done in your life? <clears throat> Tell us about you. Well, um, uh, well I, I didn't go to a BIE school, <laughs> uh, but I met BIE 
now there could be someone out there called VI, but I'm not talking about a person. I met banana fibers um, in Jinja. Yeah. Uh, I was attending this church uh, where there was a project for youth. Mm. Um, we were making a piece from banana fibers for a team of visitors from the US. Yeah. So it's the nativity set, that piece on your right, uh, I don't know if they're able to say it. Yes. So the nativity set is the story of the birth of Jesus. Yes. Now, nativity sets are sold all over the world, but mostly they're made of plastic. Yeah. So when these guys came to Uganda, I mean, they came to East Africa, went to Nairobi, they bought a piece that was made of some Kenyan material. So they came to Jinja, our church, and they're like, ah, oh, can you guys do something like this from local materials. Yeah. Well, like, come on, bring on the challenge. Um, the team that took it on. And, uh, yeah, they started training other young people. I joined in. So that's how I met VI, Banana Fibers. Started working with it. And then 2015, I left Ginger and moved to Kampala yeah. to pursue uh, my profession, which is marketing. Yeah. And I gave up on the whole thing. I mean, ah, I thought, ah, that was Ginger, now I'm in Kampala. Then, one of those people that bought from us in Ginger, uh, the, white, uh, the white clients, sent me an email. They were like, hey, Andrew, uh, can you still make this? I mean, I have a team of about 20 people coming through, and we would love to purchase from you. I was like, come on, because I, I was working with, with Airtel, customer care, uh, Pastor Eve knew, I don't know if she's in the house, she was our boss there. Amanda, um, uh, I was like, yeah, I can do this and still do this. I mean, Apostle Moses always tells us uh, poor people think either or rich people. Both. Both. So I was like, yeah, oh, I thank God I had that rich heart anyway. So I took it on, um, started working on the order. The order was about $1,200. And uh, it was good money, I mean, considering the salary and everything I needed to do with it. Because usually there is more month at the end of the salary. Yeah. yeah. So I took it on, um, started working on it, but it was quite overwhelming. So I looked around for people to give a hand. So one of those days at work, I see this lady, I was doing overtime, you know, trying to make some money, some extra money. So in the overtime class, I see this lady doing overtime, and she's pretty, and I'm like, wait, a pretty lady doing overtime? Hey, she, she has to be a hardworking one. Anyway, so I walked to her and asked if she could join me, and I teach her to do some work yeah. and pay her three times what she was earning doing overtime. <laughs> so she was like... This is with one order. Yeah, mm. that's one order. Yeah. She was like, okay. Let's try this. So every time we finish work, I could go with her, show her some things, then she started learning. And then we did the order and finished it. And I actually came through on my word. I paid her three times. Uh, long story short, the rest is history. She's now my wife. Come on! <laughs> you see, the reason why you don't have a wife yet is that you're not creating something, yeah? You're not employing someone. You just never know who you yeah. could end up employing. But before... Even that, I know one of the things you did before BI is mm -hmm. that you were in marketing. Yeah. And that you, because I've known you before, yeah. and that you sold a number of products. First, tell us about your marketing days wow. into BI. Because I know there's some people out there who might want to hear that part of the story. Yeah. So 
I left school, yeah. like every young person, my dream was to go and do that thing I studied. So I looked out for marketing jobs. Uh, they don't come so easy. Yeah. So I started with network marketing. Come on. Yeah, so you get stuff. I mean, first of all, there are these nice adverts. Ah, you're going to get a day's salary. I mean, a day's wage, 70,000 a day, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. You walk into the office and they show you, uh, a, a, I mean, a pile of some plastics and they give you a blue chivera, polythene. They, take, they tell you, this is your bag, this is your office, just put stuff in here, go walk around, sell, and you have a commission. So I did all that stuff. Um, there is a day I walked, oh Lord. <laughs> I mean, I think I, I could have walked from here to Gulu, maybe. That was the last time I was wow. like, no, I'm, I'm leaving this. But I also did some other marketing gigs. Mm. I mean, that's how I even joined Airtel. Um, so I did all the petty ones, the hard ones, and, and the sort of white-collar ones. Mm. But I had to call it quits mm. because this was giving me more. So I decided to pursue banana fiber products. Mm. So you went into, you studied marketing, mm -hmm. from marketing you had a job, from a job you meet somebody, after yeah. getting an order, mm -hmm. hire the, your first employee who is now your wife, yes. and then you start creating BI from the one order you got, yes. okay? Then it wasn't a business. Mm -hmm. Then you are just thinking both. You're thinking employment and an extra yeah. income. Mm -hmm. So at what point do you transition from now, this is just my extra gig, to do this thing that has been asked of me, yes. to now completely saying, this is the line of business. Because sometimes, out of fear, we cannot leave our current source of income to start creating something yeah. whose market we are not even sure yet. Mm -hmm. This was one order. I'm not so sure you knew you were having another order coming soon. So how do you even say, now this is it? Wow. So um, what we used to do back then, because uh, these, these clients used to come in twice a year, I mean, they would come in January and then in June. So we would usually make some good money to take us through those months. So, well, when she joins me, I mean, my wife, we were making one product, like the nativity set. Yes. And oh, this is to all the single people out there. If, if you're scared of what's going to happen, I mean, the ladies come with multiplication. Come on. <laughs> so, so from this one product, we started making other products. I mean, ideas would just pop up. Mm. She came with a lot of blessings. Right. So from the nativity set, we made table mats, we made uh, fruit baskets, we made laundry baskets, we made cutleries, I mean, holders, to a point that right now we have over 49 products on our catalog. Wow, come on. Yeah. 49. Yes. So with every idea, came orders mm. from people around us because yeah. at that point we had, I had joined Worship Harvest and she joined me. So we started getting orders from the congregation, yeah. from, from the body. And with every order, I, it built confidence that this thing can actually yeah. work. Mm. And with, uh, with the other orders from the Muzungu clients, I mean, which would sustain us for a while, I was like, no, I can actually jump into the deep end. And, and quit employment. So yeah, came that day, I was like, I'm done. Let me go and pursue this full time. Wow. Yep. And then I know that one of the things people always have a concern about is that, mm -hmm. okay, 
the products that are made out of here, usually the fear is the quality, okay? Yeah. And now, to even make it more interesting, this is out of BIE. Mm -hmm. I'm not so sure, can you wash, because you say you make trays, and I've seen lots of other things that are not here on display. Yeah. You have trays, you have laundry baskets, yes. things that cannot be washed. Mm -hmm. How do we ensure this product, how do you ensure these products are durable, yes. and that they have good quality, to sustain the market, to keep going? Yeah, um, uh, so, so our tagline is functional, mm. durable, unique, and beautiful. So we, we just don't sell products. For example, we don't sell a tray, but we sell all these things. We sell functionality, durability. So we make sure these reflect on every product that we make. Yeah. I mean, it's been over five years of try, test, before you sell. So, for example, when you come to our home, there are very many pieces that we don't sell, but we, we make them and test them. They've stood the test, I mean, the test of time. We've had pieces for four, five years, yeah. and they're still going. Yeah. And we keep improving every single day. We, we've, we refuse to, to fall, I mean, victim to the African problem. I mean, when people make a product and it's wonderful, they don't keep improving it. Okay. Instead, they degrade it, the, I mean, the quality. I think that's been our problem, mm. but we got to understand that. So we keep improving every single day. Because we know, I mean, we, we are competing with guys from all over the world. Mm. Not only people making art, but even plastics and all that stuff. Yeah. Those are our competitors. So yeah, we have to keep improving. So all these products have, for example, a layer of water-based varnish wow. for water resistance. Yeah. So let's say you're using a tray and water pours, just drain off the water and let it dry. I mean, it will comes back to normal. Cleaning is the same, just use a damp cloth, clean a tray or basket, just let it dry for a few minutes, it's back to good. Yeah. Wow, come on, let's appreciate Mr. Andrew Mukove for such creativity, mm. and the things that you're actually using are things we have in our backyard. Yes. I'm sure all of us can find BI, right? Mm. What you're showing us here today is that these things can be found, and this is a maize something. A maize peeling, a yes. A maize peeling right here. Chukutachaka soli. Chukutachaka soli. And you have a story about that. A, Why don't you share, Why don't you share that. that story? <laughs> so, so, you know, you can't buy uh, maize peelings from the supermarket. No, they're not there. <laughs> you have to go on the streets, these ladies that roast the maize. Yeah. So one of those days, I'm, I'm picking the maize peelings, uh, you know, bending and, and picking them. And this obi of mine, old boy, sees me. I hadn't seen him, I mean. And he's like, Mukuve, wabahachi, wagwedaru. <laughs> okay, for those that do not understand Chinese, um, like, are you crazy? Are you what are you doing picking maize peelings? Like, dude, what's wrong with you? He, he didn't know that I was picking dollars, I mean, dollars. Hey. hey. <laughs> yeah. So, so personally, when I see maize peelings, I don't see maize peelings. You're when I products. see banana fibers, I don't see banana fibers. You're seeing products. I see. I, I, I actually I don't see products. I see dollars. You see dollars. I mean, yeah. So it's everything around us mm. that can make a difference yeah. if if we could only mm. take a step to improve it. So you can use whatever you have, all right? Yeah. You can use whatever you have to produce something. Mm -hmm. These are, in fact, these are free. If you walked into somebody's garden, because I know 
part of uh, keeping the garden clear is to remove those banana yes. fibers off the, yes. the banana plantation. Mm -hmm. So you can just go and get those and start, right? Yes. So what do you have in your backyard? What do you have in your home? Most of us are unemployed and the thing is, I can't start a business, I'm looking for a job, etc. What do you have right now that looks like rubbish, that someone could think you're mad, yeah. that could be turned into dollars? Okay, mm -hmm. that's the question for us today. What do you have that you could possibly use to add value to it yes. and use it? And one of the things that I know is that you also recycle. Yes. Tell us about that. Um, so, so we use cardboard. I mean, we buy it locally. I mean, from the shops. Mm. No more cardboard. And uh, the reason we do that, we could easily go into one of these cardboard-making companies and buy it. But the reason we recycle is because um, most of the trees that I used to make cardboard have a, a span of about 15 years. I mean, it takes about 15 years to grow one wow. to full maturity. So currently, we use about 200 pieces of cardboard a month. Uh, so we save about 1.5 trees a month. I mean, one and a half trees. Mm. So someone would be like, ah, that's a, a small contribution. But you see, trees don't grow in a month. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it takes about 15 years. Mm. So you realize that by the time one tree grows, we would have saved a forest. Wow. Yeah. So, so by we recycling. Did, yes, by recycling. Mm. So we chose to recycle. But also, this creates employment for people. Yeah. For example, we have all these young boys all over the place that go buy this cardboard from the shops at a smaller price. Yeah. I mean, they go and say, I I've done it myself. Uh, how much is this box? I'll give you 200. And we buy them from these young people at 1,000. I mean, whether you get it free or you buy it at 200 shillings, we will buy it from you at 1,000. And we've, personally, I've gone to these shops and gotten these boxes free. Yeah. So, yeah, you can get them and sell them to us and make money. So we are recycling, saving the environment, but also making some money, I mean, giving some money to someone. That's wisdom right there. Come on, let's yeah. appreciate Mr. Andrew. Recycling to save the environment mm. while making some money off it, right? Yes. And also employing other people, giving yes. them opportunities. Mm. The other thing that you've talked about initially was that your first order mm -hmm. actually came from abroad. Yeah. I want, us, I want you to tell us about that, to lean into exporting. How do you export? Because one of the things that people find difficult is to get their products from here to go there. What usually is easy is to get products from there to here, to but here. getting them from here to there is yeah. difficult. Mm. How have you been able to do that? Um, I think we, 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 we are one of those blessed ones because, yeah, like you mentioned, our very first order was supposed to go, I mean, overseas. Um, uh, so, yeah, we've kept doing that. I mean, from one person we served and they were satisfied, they made referrals. So every time tourists are coming here, we, we just get those messages. Hey, guys, I got your number from so-and-so. I would want this. So we've kept exporting that way. But also, it went beyond those coming here. Yeah. That now, we get messages from people in Hawaii, people all over the US, yeah. and they want products from us. Yeah. So right now, it's been through third parties. Uh, like someone is in Hawaii, they have a friend who is coming here they can send things by them. So we were like, okay, now we need to actually start taking these things to them, not waiting for a third party. So um, we, we, we constructed a website. 
So we have our website. You can check it out at www.bicreations.com. And uh, we, we recently signed a contract with yeah. DHL. Yeah. Yeah. So DHL is giving us a good discount. And very soon our products will be reaching all our customers all over the world. I mean, right at their doorstep. Wow. Yeah. Now, friends, last year Uganda's trade deficit was 4.4 trillion in 2021. Wow. Why? Because we are exposed importing lots and lots of products yeah. and exporting less and less every single day. If you want to go global, think local. The things that are created here are actually on demand globally. Yep. Because that side, they are re really unique and rare. That's why we are fascinated about what they create and we buy it a lot here. Yeah. So if you want to go global, think local. Think the thing that you have here in abundance, add value to it and export it. And right there and then we're going to close that gap. Because yes. then we're not losing money, money is staying here. At the same time, we are employing people because I know you're employing a number of people. Yes. How many people are you employing? Um, uh, right now, we, we have eight hands-on people. Yes. Uh, but then we have another 10 that supply us raw materials and they work with us. So that's a total of 18. 18 people. Yeah. And that's in five years. Actually, three years three of years. business. Yeah. 18 people in three years. Those eight people, 18 people would never have had a job. Let's appreciate Andrew. Come on. Amen. Here on set, actually, we know you as Andrew, Mr. Andrew Mukuve, the CEO, mm -hmm. but I know you're also a pastor. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that. <laughs> How do you even do both? Wow. So, um, uh, last year, 21st November, we, we got an opportunity to plant Worship Harvest Wakiso. Hey, and I know that people in Wakiso are watching us. Come on. Oh. Wait, is this the point where I kutumira? Oh, we already went past that. <laughs> we went past that, but you're the one with the mic, so go ahead. So I kutumira the people in Worship Harvest Wakiso. Yes. And, and there is this other person who was like, if you don't kutumira me, I'm not sharing the link. Pastor Jose, <laughs> I send my greetings. Uh, uh, Joanna Kadu, and of course my wife, who is in the house. Okuse mbiayo kabadeka kodio. Yeah, and our son. So, yeah, we planted Worship Harvest Wakiso, and we are so grateful for it. I mean, we can do all this other stuff, but the real significance is in people. People. Yeah, so we got an opportunity to work with people. Yeah. I mean, work on people's lives through pastoring. So we planted Worship Harvest Wakiso. It's been three months of learning, and especially unlearning. Yeah but also working out a significant life. And it's, it's so far so beautiful. So if you're here and, and they're possibly dragging you by the horns to plant a church, it's a good experience. Please jump on board and transform lives. So right there in Wakiso, we are starting another workshop. Yeah. Because we realized part of transforming lives is money. Yeah. So we are getting young people on board women on board to train and start working with us because it's also some bit of frontier. Come on. Yeah. Let's appreciate Pastor Andrew. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So, yeah, that's, that's our Wakiso story. And I believe, I believe we are transforming Wakiso in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So the number of questions that have come in, mm -hmm. and I would like you to respond to them. Navagarika says, do you train? If I don't have the skill, yeah. but I have the passion, how do I change my passion from passion to skill? Yes, we do train. Uh, I don't know if that's Navagarika, the real, the 
hey, that food No, it's hard. not. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but we train. And uh, actually, right now, we, we have a contract with MasterCard yeah. to train young people. Wow. So, yeah. So normally, we would be training at a fee of 900000 for three months. Yeah. Uh, but MasterCard is paying f- that money. And you can simply apply to us. And you can train free. Okay, of course, the slots are limited. So you better do it first. I think mm. we've so far... Uh, received five applications. Right. I mean, sorted out five. We've received many, but five. Have qualified. Of course, yeah, have qualified. Mm. So we are training in Kasangati um, and Wakiso now yeah. that we are in Wakiso as well. So if you're around there, yeah, you can send through and we see what to do. How do they apply? Is there a link? Is there a website? Is there a phone contact? Yeah, there is a link on our website. Um, the train with us page you can see it on our website mm. but you can also reach out through our social media platforms i mean yeah and i'll share the number maybe as we close all right mm. joan nisima is asking how do you build a marketing strategy for your products well um uh, i think it starts from a place of knowing who we sell to yeah which is basically the first place for any marketing you you don't sell to everyone apostle always says there is no Ferrari, 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 Ferrari. <laughs> it's mind blowing. <laughs> yeah, so, so we know who we are selling to. I mean, we, we know it's people that are either passionate about art yeah. or they have the money to pay for what we make because this is, we sell time, it takes a lot of time and the payment should be worth it. So we know who we sell to yeah. and that determines our strategy. So it determines everything we do from the social media, the, the, I mean, the exporting, yeah. the places where we sell. We, you will not find us um, in a local shop because most likely they will not be able to buy. So, yeah, that determines the strategy, who buys what we sell, and yeah. we know who they are. You know who they are, yeah. you know where they are, mm-hmm. so you take the products to them. Exactly. And somebody here is asking that, how do you manage to convince Ugandans to buy your products? Is there any particular way you convince them? Are they even... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so COVID came with quite a number of challenges. Yeah. Because uh, mostly our market was foreign. I mean, tourists that come here, that, like I've mentioned. But then COVID limited their coming here. So we had to go local as well and push that. You know, the Baganda have a saying in Tienswabwe, Chusa Amaso or Chusa Mvubo. I don't know how I translate that. <laughs> but literally, you change as times change, as yeah. situations change. Yeah. So then we went local. So we are currently selling on, uh, I mean, physically in places like Senana. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Muzungu friends always say Seineina. <laughs> so we sell at Seineina. Mm. Uh, that's somewhere on Buganda Road, yeah. uh, above Watoto Church. You can walk in and buy our products. Yeah. And uh, we also sell on Jumia, on Gigi. So all these platforms came as a result of the shift because we now had to focus on the local market to stay afloat. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. COVID would have swept us off, off the board. So yeah. We had to change to sell locally. Mm. And the people have been buying. Great. With our products, you don't really have to convince someone much. Mm. I mean, guys in studio, I don't have to convince you to buy that chessboard. It could be maybe the pocket that says, oh, please don't. 
but you can still save up and buy because yeah. the products are beautiful yeah. and you're not going to find them in many places. Yes. Many of the people that buy from us, even the tourists, are always like, I've been to all these I mean, places where they sell crafts and I've not found anything like this. Yeah. Please make them available and all that because mm -hmm. they want something unique. I mean, yeah. they've bought the same stuff over and over and over. So I, we don't have to do much convincing. Right. Yeah. By the way, is, there, is your industry regulated? Because when you talk about producing products and exporting and ETC, mm -hmm. there has to be some sort of regulations and licensing. ETC, is your industry regulated? If some people need to get a license to make such products, do they have to go somewhere that you can direct us to? Um, uh, there is an art regulating board, yeah. uh, but they do not have anything detailed and written out for banana fiber products. Yeah. So we, 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 we are running free. I mean, and uh, yeah, but the whole thing is we've put it upon ourselves to do quality stuff. Yeah. And, and that should be the beginning place. I mean, as, as a maker, as a manufacturer, just have a heart of excellence. Mm. I think that's the heart of Worship Harvest. I mean, I do not expect anyone in Worship Harvest to do ugly work. That's, that's the beginning place yeah. of, of God, who is the chief creator, who is our father. So that's the heart we take as we do this stuff. So as we train young people, we tell them, guys, we sell durable, unique, beautiful, functional. That should reflect on everything we make. Yeah. I mean, we don't sell trays. We don't, we, we don't sell laundry baskets. We sell durable, unique, beautiful. Everything has to come out that way. Yeah. Yeah. So and you ensure you keep the standards. Exactly. And you keep improving. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Paint for us the picture of the future and then tell us where we can find their products lastly and the training that you promised us. Oh, my, my, my. The future. Future of BI. Uh, the future. <laughs> okay, that sounds like how people think the voice of God is when mm. you're prophesying. Yeah, but the future is beautiful. Uh, we see chairs made of banana fibers. I see beds made, made of, of banana, banana fibers. fibers. I mean, think of a bed made of banana fibers. Uh, and, and this future is very close, actually. Yeah, but... Uh, also, part of the future is to train more people. Yeah. I mean, we, we envision one, I mean, one million jobs created wow. for young people. Mm. Uh, the future also has buying land to set up a, a facility mm. where we can train and work with more people. The future has setting up uh, different spaces in all the regions of the country. I mean, in Busoga, where I come from, Jinja, where we started. Hey, by the way, Ndi Musoga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like that Indian uh, who got saved and he was like, uh, brethren, my name is Rajesh. I, I was Indian. I thank God I was Indian, but now I'm Christian. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm still a Musoga and I'm Christian. Mm, yeah. So yeah, we, we, I mean, set up facilities yeah. in all the regions of the country. Um, uh, buy land and set up facilities. Apostle Mose has told us land is not manufactured anymore. Yeah. So we have to set up. And building is for generations. So that's one thing. The other thing is, um, of course, I mean, get bigger share of the global market. There is a lot of share 
yeah. to grab, yeah. especially with good products. So that, that's, I mean, those are some of the things that we want to do. Yeah. yeah. And where do we find the products and our training? Um, uh, so the products right now, uh, we do not have a physical shop apart from other shops, like I said, Senana yeah. uh, on Buganda Road, but also other online platforms like Jumia, uh, Gigi, and you can as well come directly to us through our contacts. Yeah. Um, can I read out yes, our WhatsApp number? Business number, it's 0773 So yeah, when you dial that number, you save it, you can see our catalog, WhatsApp business catalog. You can send us a message and we shall reply. Uh, but also reach out through our other online platforms. Uh, Instagram, BI Creations, I mean at BI Creations, uh, Facebook, uh, not official, but yeah, BI Creations, Twitter. So we are reachable through all these. All right, come on, studio audience. Would you help me appreciate CEO, Pastor, Mr. Andrew Mukube for sharing this information so freely, it's so profound. Some of the things that have stood out for me, number one, is that there's so much around us that we can use to manufacture or produce a product, mm. including simple things as banana fibers. So yep. the question is, what do you have around you that you can add value to so that you can produce a product out of it? And that if you want to go global, think local. The things that we take for granted here, are globally yearned for and bought at a very, very, very big scale because that's yeah. where your first I mean, market actually came, came from. from yeah. The other thing that I hear from you is employment, okay? Yes. That all these people, the young boys who are picking the cardboard papers, mm -hmm. all these people that you're training, yes. you're helping to create employment because once you have a skill, you're able to transfer it to other people. Yes. The other thing is recycling, yeah? Some of the things that we have around us, we're mostly using plastics, plastics, plastics. Instead of us using plastics, we can use what we have, recycle it, and then produce products out of it. So those are things that I've picked out from today. I wonder what you've picked out from. And from all the things he had said, here's one thing you can do. Just pick out one thing and go and put it to action. And that's how we will be able to grow from all these stories that are being shared here day in, day out. Join me once again to appreciate the Business Garage team that is bringing us these stories every single week to inspire us, to push us, to show us the possibilities that uh, 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 maize peeling can create something. That maize peeling that that lady at the roadside is throwing away, yeah. you won't be mad if you pick it up. It can absolutely be used to create something. So thank you so much once again for being here and for sharing this wonderful story with us and showing us the possibilities and the value and the gold in the things we take for granted. Thank yeah, you so much. You are welcome. Thank now, you friends, so yes, please go ahead. If you need to clap, go ahead and clap. Now, friends, if you're out there and you got this link from somebody, but you've never received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, we want to give you that opportunity today because we never want to close our broadcast without sharing the gift, the joy, the source from which we get all these ideas, all these passions and gifts to make money. We want to share with you the gift called Jesus. And it's very simple. For you to receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you simply believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that he is Lord. So if you'd go ahead and say this simple prayer with me, and after this prayer, you'll be absolutely born again. Say, Dear Jesus, I come to you today to give you my life. I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that you are Lord. Take my life and do something significant with it. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. If you say that prayer right there, you are born again. Yes, the source of all these passions and gifts is God. And when we acknowledge Him, He's able to do so much more with our lives. So if you just say that prayer, you are born again. There's a number running on your screen right now. You can go ahead and text that number, WhatsApp that number, call that number. There's a pastor behind that line who is ready and very, very willing to help you make sense of the decision you have just made. That number is 775-642-449. 775-642-449. When you call that number or text that number, somebody will be able to respond to you and help you make the decisions and the changes and the next steps you need to make after the prayer. Thank you so much once again for joining us for Business Garage. Yes, even next Sunday we will be here with another inspirational story to encourage us to produce products, to manufacture products, to promote scale, small-scale industries here in our country. Even after here, we have a business garage set up behind my stage. If you are at a location, there's a business garage lounge set up where you are for you to go and connect and network. You just never know. Your next opportunity or next email or phone call could be with somebody you might meet today. So go ahead and join the team at the location at a hosting center. I'm sure there's a space for you to connect and network. And then we have the encounter service coming up at 9 a.m. If you're still at home, you can run here at Worship Harvest Nadia or at any other location where you go to. We'll be able to receive you and celebrate Jesus with you today. So friends, it's been real. It's been good. Thank you so much for joining us. See you next Sunday. Same place, same channel. Amen. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.